Welcome to the Cross Ex Anime Podcast. This is episode 30. Yep. Uh, hey, uh, special episode? Not really, because... Yeah. Where... Probably the only gets the special episodes. Yeah, so we're on our... A-list again. Yes, A-list, which the shows we're going to be talking about my this hero. week. Um, go ahead. Oh, right. say, My Hero, Combatants Will Be Dispatched, Don't Toy With Me, Make All Box, what I'm talking about, and then Fruits Basket is what Justice is talking about. Yeah. So let's start. My Hero. Uh, Another <laughs> basically tournament arc. Yeah. Because they actually got into the fights this time, right? Because last time they left off on the fight just begun. So it's their first team, which is... Uh, Wow. I mean, that uh, I won't say wow for the fight. It's kind of cool to see how everyone's cor- uh, quirks has kind of developed. Mm-hmm. Because they're basically focusing on the characters that you didn't see before. And now you see them using their quirks. Because the thing is, a lot of them didn't... You didn't really show off their hero training. Because at the end of the last season, you really only saw, like, uh, uh, Deku... Did you really see really at the end of the last scene? I guess it was actually the really big heroes. Mm-hmm. And you didn't see anyone else's quirks or how they've developed over there. Minus like Deku, uh, Yuraka. Y- 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 I don't know yeah. how to say it. Gravity girl. Yeah. Whatever. Um, and then kind of the frog girl, but not really. And now this season, they're actually going more in depth with people's quirks. And then all the improvements on their suits. Yes. Because a lot of people have new suits. Um, so far, I feel like these last three episodes, because we watched everything up to episode five now on My yes. Hero, right? Fifth episode. It's confusing because on Crunchyroll, they just listed as episode like 93 or Six whatever. Six episodes, sorry. Six episodes, yeah. And honestly, it's been kind of <laughs> underwhelming, minus like... I think so well, far, the the most interesting aspects have been like the the Deku trying to understand his quirk and that like link that happened during the dream that so far has been the most interesting part and we just haven't gotten that in the last three episodes but at least now you can learn more about class b or Mm -hmm. was it 1b that's what they call because you obviously know everything about class 1a 1b to be fair i was knocking a lot of their costumes Mm -hmm. but i guess now it kind of makes sense with what a lot of their quirks are they're not as fancy they Mm could have made their costumes a little better but it's understandable so far the coolest dude is the not uh, not the guy that uses Dark Shadow, but the other guy. The guy oh, that can fade in the shadows. Yeah, I know what you're talking His about. is really cool, but also very creepy. Like, you can tell, like, his quirk. When you think about it, or his powers, when you think about it, it's like, they're not really, like, hero powers. I could see him in the military, because you can blend in the shadows, pop out out of fucking nowhere. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Um, But that's pretty much it for... I mean, I guess at the end of the newest episode, when she pulls out the fucking... Uh, basically... Big boob girl in the class. The one, I, I don't yeah. like her costume. I have a lot of problems with it. I understand, you know, some characters are sexualized. I feel like she's super over-sexualized, especially for, you know, a high schooler. You can say all you want. It's anime all day, but it's like no one's wearing, like, a suit that's cut like this, almost to the nips, and then back down to, like, the belly button. Yeah. And then she's wearing, like, a mini skirt. It's like, come on, guys. <laughs> like there's even more swimsuits that cover more than what her suit does. Yeah, but Momo. It, yeah, Momo. I mean, it kind of makes sense for hers because she like grows stuff out of her. Because at the end of ep- of the newest episode, mm-hmm. she's fighting like Big Fist Girl, and obviously she pulls out a fucking can. She's like, "Yo, this takes time," but boom, bang, firepower. Yeah, Itsuka. I'm I'm like I have the list of names. It, 
I, I'll be 100% honest. My hero has a lot of characters that yeah. are fully named and like they're giving screen time to. It's almost impossible to keep up with every single person's I mean, name. The only people you really keep up with are the people you see all the time, like mm-hmm. uh, 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 Ida, yeah, um, Deku, Bakugo, obviously Todoroki, because mm-hmm. you see them all the time. Because they are, I mean, obviously Deku is the main character. The coolest thing I forgot to mention was in, uh, is it episode four? Is when they have that start of the first fight mm-hmm. when they're actually fighting. Is uh, the guy that can mind control? He's learning how to use uh, Eraserhead's powers. Yeah, with the with the, uh, the, the rope. bandage. Yeah, basically. which is fucking cool because it is a support feature of his quirk. It's so cool seeing because and then you know at the end of the fight, took listen, you know you need to learn to master it. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I need to train better. He's like, don't worry, it took me six years, which will be impressive. Where you know maybe in a season he's mastered it, you know, quicker. Mm-hmm. And it's even nice to kind of have some of those moments where you look at someone like uh, Eraserhead, uh, Ayazawa. And it's like, you picture him as, he's definitely one of the stronger heroes that you, you always get to continuously see. And for him, even though he, of course, sounds kind of gloomy towards it, where it's like, oh, it still even took him, like, multiple years to, like, perfect, like, working on something yeah. like that and the hard work that he had to do. Because they're all introduced and they're, like, prime. They're really good heroes. You mean, mm-hmm. even All Might, when they introduce him, he's really tough i guess it does show him in the first episode you know he's not all high and mighty like everyone thinks he is but yeah but that's only near like the end of the episode kind of when you realize and yeah what he actually is uh-huh. but people still looked up to him the first yeah. couple seasons mm-hmm. you, know? you you still have the the built or uh idolization of that hero there and on how strong he is so yeah i mean yeah i guess the other big thing before we move on to the next show because like i said not a lot happened was they are putting pressure on uh, the students of they're like, listen, we got to get you through this course correctly and quick because mm-hmm. they need you more now than ever. Because obviously they said people are committing more crimes. I do like Dark Shadows or uh, what's his name? Birdhead dude. Uh, Dark Shadow is his actual quirk. I do like his progression showing how he now can fly. Like he's learning like the pro hero he was with Hawks. Mm-hmm. Um, isn't like, you know, he doesn't like taking on apprentices, but he at least <laughs> did help him learn about how you can use your cork and how you can use it better. And it's cool just to see in the, like, technically it's only been a year since they've entered the school, how much mm-hmm. they've grown in one year. I mean, yeah. it's going to be five seasons is one year. Tokoyami. Tokoyami, yeah. But uh, that's about it for the time we have for that first show. Yeah, uh, it's, it's good. I, I just wish that they would really push into, like, some of the meat and potatoes. Like, you know, imagine, like, a, a regular meal. Like right now, we've you know, we sampled the steak, got a little bit of the mashed potatoes there, and some of those parts, but we're mainly just like mushing around the peas, trying to decide when we want to actually eat yeah. everything else. So, uh, did you want to jump to uh, combatants then? That's yeah, second on our list. <laughs> which uh, dude gets caught as a spy and gets told to leave. Yeah, that's basically the newest episode. My favorite part though is there's very much you can tell that it's the same writer as uh. Uh, Kobayashi. Konosuba. Uh, Konosuba. Sorry, I know I said Kobayashi. Maybe because I want the next season, but uh, Konosuba. Main thing, my favorite part of these newest couple episodes 
when he's walking around trying to earn evil points mm-hmm. for a good cause. He's just running around and he's unzipping his pants by like, shoot, he's got his hands behind his head and he's like, aha, be afraid of me unzipping my pants. Look, I'm not even touching it. <laughs> and the best part of that whole thing was the last girl he's basically sexually harassing is darkness. She's like, please don't knock me out. I tripped. You didn't even trip. I tripped and I can't move and fear. My ankle is full and I can't even run away. <laughs> And <laughs> like zoom in with just the hearts on the eyes. It's like, oh, you just, you just really have this fantasy, huh? Okay. Uh, like it's a hundred percent just darkness two point mm-hmm. hey, Even kind of that moment where like serious stuff is about to like kick off. The uh, demon army is marching towards the main city. Yeah. He just randomly gets evil points. It's like, wait, what'd you do? It's like, I hit porno mags in these children's fucking house. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, no. Did you see in the background when he's talking to her, there's smoke in the background that pops up because obviously he had planted landmines everywhere. Mm-hmm. But even though, sorry, that was the newest episode that was yeah. out. The episode mm-hmm. before was even more hilarious because they're fighting uh, Hanji, uh, uh, Haname or Hani or whatever. Basically, one of the elite four of the demon's army, the girl that mm. rides the phoenix. Yeah, I've the beaten fu- you, <laughs> yeah. Hicks. Yeah, the funniest part was at one point he, like, cuts off, like, a jewel. It's like a philosopher's stone that, like, gives her her powers or helps amplify her powers by a whole bunch because they even say it takes years to dump power into it. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> she's get all, nerv- all nervous. She's like, oh, please give it back. He's like, hmm. So what does he do? Spends evil points, buys a camera, and starts posing her in, like, very lewd poses mm-hmm. in front of the whole army. And every time he takes a photo, he's getting, like, hun- like you know, dozens of evil points because he can buy stuff with evil points. And you're getting the, well, you know, stereotypical stuff. And it's like, so when are you going to give this, give it back to me? It's like, then, uh, oh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Alice. The, Alice is like, oh, we never said we were going to give it to you. You just decided to agree to this like an idiot. She's like, what do you mean you're not going to give it back to me? <laughs> and he's still taking pictures. Mm-hmm. And oh, then my the, God. the most recent episode, like, uh, they they plant a bunch of mines, and one of the mines has the jewel on it. And she's like, oh, like, it's my yeah. jewel. <laughs> yeah, uh, of trap? course she... Uh, she kind of has a little bit of the Sundere thing going on because yeah. she kind of likes it, but like doesn't really want. It. And it's like, oh, oh, are you just gonna like let me have it? And then it like cuts <laughs> back to her finally getting to the kingdom, half blown up. Yeah, dude, <laughs> like, it's oh no, she seems very mad. Speaking of Sundere, uh, Sudere, is that what it is? Sundere, Sundere. Uh, the best part was after this. Uh, was technically that's episode four. When they're in the bar after they beat the Knights Army the first time. Mm-hmm. Hilarious when uh, uh, <clears throat> Agent Six is like, look, she just, she's a Sudere. She hits me, but she actually loves me. <laughs> and she gets teased to all hell by everyone. Yeah. Even like uh, episode three was hilarious. That's when they have to scale the tower. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, even the hero can beat these monsters. And of course, Agent Six and Alice are like, well, this is dumb. We're going to wait till night and just climb up the outside. Mm-hmm. They don't tell anyone they're going to climb the outside. <laughs> We're going to push them over the edge. Yeah, he literally climbs up to the top, and then he gets up and then kicks the goat, and the goat falls down. He's like, what are you doing to my brother? Okay, everyone, grab a rock. If he comes for us, throw rocks at the goat. <laughs> yeah, I do like the the dirty tactics. Just kind of the general idea of like, oh, both sides are supposed to be super noble and how they fight and six and... And then it was like, 
Yo. Fuck this shit. <laughs> Pee on him. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, even during the, the most recent episode, because Six basically, like, the, what is it, the general planner that... Uh, the str- uh, strategist. Yeah. Uh, of course, he's, like, an evil dude. It wouldn't surprise me if, like, he's actually coercing with the demon army and yeah. it's, you know, trying to figure out out a way for the demon army to like overrun and then he'll be part of them kind of thing. That definitely seems like the, the route that it's going to take, uh, had put it in snow's head where it's like, uh, six seems kind of like a spy and snow kind of walks towards them. And it's like, well, of course he's a spy, but like that, that's a separate spy kind of thing. And, uh, she hears it. She tells him to leave as kind of like a thank you for all that they've done. And when he's doing that, like, zipper thing to get a bunch of points, uh, <laughs> he comes back to the market in the morning, and there's and just the posters Zipperman. everywhere. Zipperman. <laughs> he, he gets, gets teased by everyone. Yeah, he gets back to, like, the end that they're at. It's like, Alice, they're being mean to me. What's wrong, Zipperman? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> and I was like, no, yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, uh, that's, that's pretty that's, much it. I mean, so far, mm-hmm. I thought the first two episodes were slow and... I was like, mm-hmm. where are they going with this? These last three episodes, fucking hilarious. It is definitely the same person that did Kanastuba. Yeah, it definitely feels like it's ramping up. And even the next episode, I feel, is going to be pretty exciting because there's, like, the army, the demon uh, army is kind of finally at the front door. A little battered already, which yeah. might help. I wonder and what their uh, trump card is. I bet it's just a fucking nuke. Uh, I feel like that'd be too many evil points. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, it's, they said you got to save two hundred. Pretty good even. show, so yeah. far. Uh, then uh, do you want to talk about fruits basket? Then it's so good. We're uh, literally in the kitchen, walking over, and Justice like it's my new favorite show. It, yeah, it's it's uh with the final season, as things are like really starting to develop and push through, it's just having those moments where it's like, man, I've enjoyed this show just like so much. Like it does a good way. Of conveying both subtle messages and complex messages. Uh, like, some stuff that may get brought up or those moments where, like, someone uh, says something and you sit back and it's like, man, that was, like, a very loaded question based on the information that we as the audience already have. Um, Does it still hold up as well as, like, the, the beginning episodes? Yes, I fo- think they're even stronger than the beginning. Are they episodes. following the manga one to one with yes. this one? Okay. Roughly, yeah. Uh, I, I I haven't heard anyone complain about any variations. Of course, there's a little small, like small subtle changes that they may have to do to even just kind of have those moments to modernize some things just a little bit, considering when the manga originally came out, like. Now in the show, like smartphones and like yeah, computers stuff and changes. stuff are very readily available everywhere. That kind of stuff, um, eh, sort of readily available, but they they have those hints. But yeah, it's it's very good, and I I'm even conflicted because I have those points where like I really want to talk about it. Uh, like you know, the big goal is been Akito, who is basically the, uh, how was the best word? Like, god of all of the Zodiacs, which the Zodiacs are inhabited by individuals. 
So you have, I think it's, what's the regular Zodiac number? Like 12 or 13? I think it's 12. Uh, There is, in this, there is the 13th, which is the cat. Because I don't think a cat is a normal Zodiac. I think it is. Is it? I think cat is. Uh, I'd have to look. I I know specifically within the show. Maybe it is 13 and I'm just wrong with the 12th. Yeah, I'll look uh, it up. You keep explaining. Uh, the the cat is basically like the bastard uh, zodiac. Like any anyone who uh, has the cat zodiac, like especially that is like the the bastard child. They they have a curse. The rest of them have like a gift of being the zodiac, unless you're the cat, which. You live a life of a curse. And even uh, the grandfather of Kyo, the person who is currently the, the cat, for basically the rest of his, or all of his adult life, he was locked in a cage uh, uh, to be like shut away in a corner away from everyone else, like levels of bastardization. Um, but yeah, the I mean, the show does a really good job of... Um, yeah, there's 12. You're right. The cat is the odd one out. Yeah. So in this case, the, the cat is, is kind of like a pseudo 13. Um, and they, the, the kind of end goal currently is Akito is all of the Zodiac's God. Essentially they were born to love her. The, there's just a bond like unwavering though. You have, now a second instance of that bond being severed in its entirety. Like two people are no longer Zodiacs at all. They can't turn into their Zodiac animal. Um, one of them, I, I'd have to like pull up his name. I don't even know if he'd be readily like on the, the list uh, real quick, but he was the rooster and his, broke like he's just a normal human any uh now it's not what they wanted to be though huh then they just want to be normal humans? no in his case he doesn't even know why his broke it was just one day years ago like uh kurano his uh link just snapped and anytime it snaps akito knows because there's such a strong bond and she's supposed to be the god like even this most recent time in the most recent episode, uh, Momoji, uh, spoiler, his breaks, which that boy had a growth spurt. He went from looking like a little boy girl to fucking five, eight and like handsome man while still like having a little bunny girl backpack. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a whole thing. Um, but his broke and like there's a specific reason why his broke. The, the fact that, like, there, you know, for him, there's just not the love in his heart for Akito and that she, like, he loves the main character, Honda Toru. And there, there's the interesting concept of, like, as you saw him when he was slightly younger, because, of course, basically what happens is there was, like, the end of the year thing, they took, like, a, a quick spring break and he had a big growth spurt during that, which... Of course, for like Teenager, middle into high yeah. school stuff, like that happens a lot. Someone comes back and you're like, why are you a foot taller? And yeah. like, what the fuck happened? So, because uh, I am a cat. Yes. 
uh, in that case, that that's exactly the scenario that that happened, and the the interesting concept of like, oh, it, uh, someone was saying like it seems super weird that Momoji like just randomly loves Toru as much as he does that like that link that he feels that Akito like there's no room for her there may have been the reason why it broke, uh, but like there's there's no like pre-showing of that and it's like uh someone had brought up a good point that momoji literally looked like a a child like someone who was more around 11 or 12 instead of 15 ish years old 15 16 and that like acted way younger so our idea of those feelings like because he now looks older, get conveyed differently, though they're the same feelings. And the, there's those moments where it's like, man, this show does a really good job of like building on things where once you have to look back and it's like, no, the love was definitely like always there. It's just the way they looked and the contextualization that we put on it makes it seem very different than what has been there the whole time. So, yeah, the show's real good. Yeah. Uh, Moving on, uh, don't toy with me. Uh, I can't believe it's not here. I mean, he does have a very good point. <laughs> the new was that the newest episode that they yeah. had the hand washing? Yeah, dude, they're washing. <laughs> Let me wash your hands. They, they even have like Bruh. the music and they do the purple tint. And he's standing there, he's like, Oh, yeah, he's like, Oh, wait, wait hang on, hang on a sec. Yeah, he literally just runs away. It's like, you haven't even dried your hands. I'll do it in the boys' room. (laughs) That boy had a boner while running away, and we all know it. Dude, this show is fucking hilarious. I love it so much, especially when uh, Nagatoro, she's Mm. not the one bullying him. Her two friends are. Mm. Just the face she gives to, like, I'm going to kill you, head tilt, eyes over, inside the, like, right in the doorway. Oh, I think that was fucking hilarious. But even even better was the was that episode two, right? No, episode three. Uh, is the bun scene? Buns? No, that's the most recent episode as well. Oh, is it? So yeah, like that was the second half. And the newest episode, and it was the second half. Mm-hmm. So the our boy is in the room eating lunch peacefully, and then the two other bowling girls come in. They're like, "Hey." We ended up getting one of the premium buns that are like extra soft and extra like flaky and stuff. Or not flaky. They're like, see how premium it is? If you can guess which one is the soft. That, yeah, oh, wait, you're no. getting things confused. No, no, what did they say? They're, so, uh, they, well, basically the girls tried to have him feel them up. Yes. Was part of it. That was uh, Maki, which is the one with the longer red uh, hair, g- ginger orange. hair. Um, she was like, oh, have you ever touched boobs before? And uh, Sakura Blonde holds him down, and then they force oh, him yeah. to touch. And, and it then turns out that she has a, a pan bun in, in, in there. In her bra. Actually, in each one, yeah. So yeah. we never actually did grope her, and that's mm-hmm. when Nagatoro comes in. She's like, mm-hmm. touching boobs over here? Yeah. You touching boobs that aren't my boobs? Yeah. The, the Those two absolutely run away. Yeah. And uh, then it's just him and Nagatoro. Mm-hmm. And that's when she's like, if you want this premium bun. Yeah. She shows the, the premium. Yeah. She shoves him in her bra. She's like, guess which one is which. So he feels the first bun. He's like, okay, this is a regular bun. 
Then he goes to field a second one, and one of the premium buns slips out, so he just gets a handful of Nagatoro, yeah. and he's just basically filling her up. He's like, this one is softer. It's nice, round. He's like, it's texture. <laughs> he added the next step of like going in two-handed, yeah. and he's that's like, where it's like, Yo, come on, bro. <laughs> yeah. It was even funnier because they do like the uh, the thing from class, Assassination Classroom when they do the hands. Mm-hmm. I think that's fucking hilarious whenever a studio does that. Mm-hmm. Just slaps the shit out of him with the premium bun. <laughs> and then the face expression. It, it, she makes. it reminds me of the Chica with the fucking newspaper. Oh, like, yeah. Whap. <laughs> and the best so. part, she's just eating there with the straight like angry face. She's like, yeah, it's good. <laughs> this bun is good. It's, it's very delicious. It's yeah. Su- very premium. Yeah. And uh, our boy is pretty good at drawing, too. Mm-hmm. Like, the the first of the newest episodes, which is that episode three we watched of the newest one? Because we watched uh, The newest for, one was four. The so we watched two. One, yeah. So the one uh, episode prior, so this uh, week it is, was heavy rain, and they end up getting soaked, and he goes over to her place, and they play video games. Yeah, and he absolutely destroys her in the yeah. game. Until she literally just bullies him. Yeah. Uh, that boy was sexually assaulted. He I got grumped. I don't think he worries too much anymore. Well, did she did sexually assault him. Was uh, was that episode two? Uh, probably. When she like looks yeah, on the ground and she goes to reach, gets a handful of dick, and she's like, "Oh, yeah, not what I meant to touch." Mm-hmm. Uh, our boys and yeah. our boys getting bullied so hard. <laughs> yeah, and uh, episode in episode four, the kind of like the last act was. Uh, as a thank you or like apology, he has to draw her because yeah. she's asked a couple times. It's like, all right, well now you've you really put. It. I was yeah. actually planning on drawing an apple, but I guess I'll draw you. Yeah. Uh, well, she's like, I wanted to draw an apple. <laughs> Apples and bananas will always be here. I am a high school girl. <laughs> Look at the premium <laughs> item. <laughs> like, I, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. And well, then his reward was, she said, close your eyes. Now, we don't know if she kissed him or not. His eyes were closed. Then she says, stick out your tongue and taste, and she pulls away a doll. She might have actually kissed him. That's my theory. When you get to the end, she's it's actually going to reveal. Because you can tell that she likes him. Mm-hmm. Like 100%. You know, it's very much yeah. that. I'm going to tease you because I like you thing. Because, mm-hmm. look, it, it, there's those times where even he says something nice. Uh, I forget exactly what it was. That was like a genuinely nice your, thing. Your kick is yeah, really the, good. The kick in episode one where she's like mimicking some of the moves from the manga that he was drawing was like actually badass. Yeah, and she's like a bit thrown off by that, and she blushes like has, a lot. Yeah, she's like, like has the genuine like thank you, and uh, you can tell that she even likes the the drawing because he, he's too embarrassed uh, to draw her. Eventually, she just lays down on the couch and like falls asleep. He's the opposite of Agent Six. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm gonna rest here, senpai. You you'll get on with it. Yeah, the, the, I I do like the juxtaposition and even some of the subtleties of like. The toying with you for toying with you and the actual, like, toying with you because I like you. Every so often, there's definitely those, like, yo, I know that I can get you to, like, blush really hard and do this, so I'm going to just do it because I can. Um, 
But yeah, it's a pretty good show. That boy does get sexually harassed, though. This is, it would not fly in 2021. Maybe Japan, though. Uh, our last one is no. uh, Mega Box Season 2. Oh, it is our last one. Yeah. Um, so hang on. I'm pulling up their uh, names real quick. It's, it's very important to the story right mm-hmm. here. Um, why is it pulling Season 1 characters? This is fucking dumb. I'm so sorry. Stall, stall, stall. Uh, Net- Netflix is getting Sailor Moon on June 3rd. Uh, just a little bit of anime news, I guess, like in the middle of all of this. So I think that's kind of interesting. Um, the uh, Demon Slayer movie. 50 billion yen. Yeah. It, it also, uh, over last weekend still was performing better than the Mortal Kombat movie here in the United States, yeah. which, which is, is crazy impressive. For, yeah. So. Okay, so I got my characters. I just had to remember his name. Mm-hmm. He has a nickname. I'll call him by that, not his actual name, because it's going to be too hard to pronounce. So Megalobox Season 2, still super fucking good. Mm-hmm. Basically, last time we left off, uh, Joe had just arrived at a settlement. He's having problems with... Uh, drugs and alcohol trying to get over some trauma and we don't know exactly what the trauma was of it and then we're reminded in uh i guess technically the newest episode which i think is episode five is the technical episode uh but basically what happens is the these immigrants are living in a abandoned amusement park and the land's going to be sold so the immigrants are told they can't live there unless they can buy the land at auction so there's this guy, Chief, that Joe just got done fighting. Chief brings Joe to this area to like help him get off his drugs, fix his past problems. Mm-hmm. So he's this huge supporting character. And Joe and Joe and Chief are both boxers. Chief is boxing to help raise money to save the village so they can buy it and live there because all immigrants are being discriminated against. It, it's kind of sad. It's like, you know, there are people too. They moved mm-hmm. here for better reasons. They live in the slums. They don't really complain. They get by. People hate him because they're immigrants. That's kind of way of like this country's settings. Mm-hmm. And in episode three, uh, Joe starts helping Chief because at the end of episode two, Joe is getting ready to leave and Chief is going to try and win this small Megalobox tournament. And if you win this small one, you secure a seat in the actual big Megalobox tournament that pays money to where you can live the rest of your life without doing anything ever again. Mm-hmm. It's a huge, like, basically it'd be the same as, like, I don't know. What, what's the biggest fight ever? Like, Connor versus uh, Mayweather? Yeah. Ver- yeah. Like, that, that kind of big of a fight. Mm-hmm. One in, but one even bigger than moment. that. Yeah, because I think that secured a minimum of $50 million each. Yeah. Like, the winner got $200 mil. Like, this is bigger. This is, like, the equivalent of you won, like, a billion dollars. like Or a trillion dollars oh. is kind of the thing. Like, you know, you won a lot of money. No, no, billion, billion, yeah. Uh, so... In episode three, Joe is helping Chief train for this fight, teaching him. And then Chief is trying to help Joe get past his, like, Joe obviously has, like, emotional, like, trauma, PTSD from his past life because his old instructor died. Mm-hmm. Which you, at the end of the season one, you're like, oh, he's alive, everyone's okay. And then you learn, well, the instruct his, you know, teacher died, which is, uh, oh, shit, I forgot his name. Luckily, I have the wiki up here. Um... Wow, it's actually not on here. No, but basically, uh, Joe is teaching this guy to fight. The guy wins. 
the first fight. So it's like he has to win four fights to win this mini tournament to get a ticket to the big, big tournament. And he only has to mm-hmm. win the mini tournament to get enough money to buy the land back. Wins the first fight. That's episode three. Episode four, then you get this thing where the guy immediately wins the fight easy peasy. No problem. And it's all about Joe's backstory of why he's here, why he's fighting to fix his fears. And Joe has like super regrets of, I wasn't there when, you know, my teacher, uh, Nanbu died. And it's because Joe was entering another fight to get enough money for his medical surgery to help his former coach live longer. But while he was doing that fight, his coach had died and everyone feels like Joe abandoned them. And then by the time Joe gets back from the fight, he finds out, oh, he's died. I wasn't there for him. And that's kind of his trauma of, I wasn't there. Everyone hates me because I wasn't there to the end. You know, it's, it's what Joe thought was right. Cause all Joe ever knows is fighting. He's grown up fighting all the time. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, at the end of episode four, you know, the, the guy Joe's been training wins, wins the mini tournament. It's great. They get enough money to buy the land back. Everything's going good. And you're thinking, Oh, cool. You know, chief's going to enter in the regular mega mega box tournament. Maybe this is our new thing. Like chief's going to win. You're going to see Joe in his redemption arc. Episode five starts. Um, Chief says, I'm going to lay down in my car. I'm a little tired. I'll talk to you in the morning. They go to his car the next day. He's died. He's a boxer. Maybe he got like, you know, internal bleeding in the head. Cause in the fight they were fighting and there was some dirty boxing, like because he's an immigrant, the ref wasn't calling illegal fouls mm. on the other opponent. So the guy was hitting him in the back of the head, which that's probably the cause of it. They kind of skip over the cause of death. They just kind of accept it. And then it comes down to Joe in episode five. That's when you get the real big redemption of what actually happened step by step. Uh, after Joe won the last tournament, he opens a gym with his former trainer. Everything's going good. Their Nanbu uh, gets sick in the hospital, and that's where everything kind of goes to shit. Joe wasn't there for him when he died, and that's when Joe just kind of, the only thing he knows how to do is really fight. So then he just kind of abandons everyone and goes on the road and keeps fighting. Mm-hmm. And that's where the fifth episode ends. But I know Joe's going to enter that tournament because they've, they've won a seat in that tournament already. Mm-hmm. So it was really sad, emotional, because it's like you learn that the former coach is actually dead, dead, just not sick. And then this other guy you've been rooting for for like four episodes at this point is now dead. He was a nice guy. Joe's finally gotten off his drugs and alcohol addiction because he was seeing his old coach like as a, you know, uh, a father loop. figure. Yeah. Well, he also was like seeing him when he's not actually there. What was it called? Uh, an illusion or. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Basically he kind of has like schizophrenia, I think is what it is. So it was a very emotional show, but I'm excited for next episode where I think Joe's going to enter in on the fight because Joe was getting ready to leave and. Oh, you also find out Chief's backstory, too. I forgot to mention that Chief's backstory is when he was coming to this country, his wife died uh, when his son and him were very young. And then on the ride over, Chief brings his son, but his son dies soon afterwards. He gets here, and the only reason he's fighting is to save this community because there's other people in the community that are about the same age as his son. So very, very sad. But hopefully next episode, Joe fucking kicks ass. Gearless Joe getting back in the ring. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I think that's kind of about it this this week. Uh, uh, next week is a special. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. We'll, we'll find uh, something because we were to watch a Demon Slayer movie. Well, that was the last special we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe we'll like talk about Premiere or Ride Your Wave or something. I know we've yeah, got a couple movies. Uh, oh, also aside. in other big news, I want to announce some anime news. Uh, I'm going to pull it up because I have in the in our Discord. The biggest thing that happened this week uh, that we didn't talk about was uh, Sony accidentally released Demon Slayer. On for, the PS5, yeah. On the or, PS5 that you could buy and download and take with you. So that got pirated to all hell. Yeah. Like literally it was only up for three hours and it was downloaded so much. Um. Oh, yeah. Uh, the other thing I think we forgot to. No, that was actually pretty much it. Uh, not not much else happened. Oh, minus uh, uh, a voice actress died. The Ana Lucia Mendez. She was a uh, very popular Spanish voice actor for anime and cartoons. Hmm. She did stuff like uh, uh, Misa from Death Note, Light's girlfriend, and uh, the main character girl from uh, Spirited Away. I forget her name. And then she also did a uh, Toph for Avatar: The Last Airbender. Hmm. Yeah, she died uh, due to COVID compli- uh, complications. You don't typically hear too much about like other countries. Yeah, it's uh, typically like the the major thing is always either an English voice actor, or, uh, definitely like a Japanese voice actor or actress dying. Yeah. Uh. Well, it's also because it's a bigger market. I mean, Japan obviously big market. Mm-hmm. U.S. huge market for anime. I mean, you have huge conventions here. Uh, and then, because the thing is, when you go on to, I think, uh, Crunchyroll, mm-hmm. you look at the Tanya movie. The Tanya movie was in, like, English, French, Spanish, German, Russian, Japanese, and then, like, two other languages. I think Italian. Yeah, Italian. So, I mean, there. I mean, luckily, anime is growing. It's mm-hmm. nice. That's all I got for this week. There wasn't much other news besides that. Yeah. Uh, thanks for watching. If you enjoyed, uh, give us a like subscribe if you have any um not corrections uh comments that on how to improve um maybe if you feel like some of the the flow on how we're doing things is just a little off to how you think uh just let us know so that way we can make things a bit better we have like an official like three camera setup Though we've had it for two weeks, and I just kind of had some complications on the back end because we're still I blame learning. Adobe. Um, yeah, we're still kind of learning some of that. Like it will get better. It's been getting better every week. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just make sure you check out the video we did before this too. Yeah, well, I guess it comes out after this. So if you're yeah. watching this, but yeah, Japan Crate. Yeah, if you're watching this Saturday, Monday, it should be out. So <laughs> get on every single go. camera. Yeah. Now you'll have to cut it that way. No, I won't. (laughs) Bye. Thanks. Bye.